0: With your MX card entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select campus events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears.
1: Welcome to a special Cavs HQ Roundtable Conversation featuring Brad Doherty, Mark Price, legendary coach Lenny Wilkins, Larry Nance Sr., and Craig Elo. Now, here's your
2: roundtable host,
1: Brad Doherty. It's
2: been a long time. Been quite a time since so I've seen all you guys in the Probably you all know, haven't seen each other in, a, in quite a long time. It's good to see all of you. Good to be back with you. Uh, we'll spend a little time today just talking about the past and, and, and the golden days. As we, Well, the golden days was because we get old. <laughs> but if you go back and think about it, it all kind of started in, in 1986. And I know for me and Mark, you know, coming out of Georgia Tech, I was in North Carolina. Um, when you think about 1986 and that draft, what were your thoughts when you, finally worked your way around of realizing you were coming to Cleveland?
3: Well, after I was getting over being mad that dudes were drafted ahead of me you know, <laughs> on that draft, uh, Scott Scowls. Scott
4: Scowls, <laughs>
3: <It was> <laughs> But, uh, I mean, I think, I really believe that that draft class gets, doesn't get the credit, too. Uh, I mean, that was amazing. I mean, you go down a lot of teams. I mean, first of all, you had Hot Rod sitting here, you know, who got in the year before who couldn't play. So he was going to be a rookie. Then they give you at number one, Ron at number nine. I was 25, and Johnny Newman. We yes. got yeah, say, that's right. you know who who ended up having a long NBA career. I mean, that was just a fantastic draft. If you're talking about a franchise starting over, which mm-hmm. which they were, you know, bringing uh, Coach Slaney in and, and Wayne doing a good job of, of of revamping the team. You couldn't have done a better job than than
2: that draft. Coach, so 1986. How did you end up? I remember I got drafted that day. And I'm talking to David Stern, and we're talking, and he's like, well, not sure you have a GM and a coach yet in place, but uh, you're going to Cleveland. And I was like, where's Cleveland? <laughs> <laughs> but so how, how, did it, how did you end up making your way to Cleveland? Well, I,
5: had, um, I was available, and uh, I wouldn't re-sign with the Sonics at that time. And so I got a call, and Wayne wanted to talk to me, and I got permission from the Sonics to talk to them. So when I went out to talk, you know, I said, well, we can't agree to nothing until uh, the draft is over because I had promised Seattle that I'd help them through the draft. And, but I knew who Cleveland was gonna draft. I knew you were gonna be number one. I knew Ron. I knew Mark was, they were thinking about Mark because uh, they had the first pick in the second round. And I said, well, you gotta take him. I mean, how could you pass him up? I mean, I don't even know how he went to the second round. So we talked. And then once uh, the draft was completed, they flew me in for an interview. And it was the funniest interview I've had because uh, I I tell the guys about it. But when we were talking, we had uh, Gordon Gunn was there, who was the owner, Wayne Embry, GM. Uh, They had a guy named Thaxter Trafton, uh, who was uh, one of Gordon's right-hand men, and another guy. And as we were sitting there talking, they said to me, well, we want you to take a test. And I, yeah, right. And I laughed, you know, and I said, no, no, no. I said, I'm the one that gives the test. And Gordon says, I want him. Yeah. So, but, but I had a, a peep at what players we were going to have. And I had seen you guys play, you know, so I knew, at least I felt I knew what the talent was going to be. And I said, we got a chance to change this because... Cleveland at that time was known as the Cadavers,
2: yeah, exactly. and I said, "Well, no, we're going to change that." Yeah, yeah, it was it was uh, interesting first few years trying to come in and change the culture, and uh, we worked really hard and had some characters throughout that those first few years that we had to work through, and we started playing better. And then you guys came along, Craig. How, how did you end up? coming to the Cavs. What was your, your
4: transition to your Well, I uh, played three years in Houston already, uh, then was released by them at training camp, and then spent two months not knowing what was going to happen. But that guy right there got sick with an appendicitis. Yeah, and
6: gonna...
4: uh, needed a 10-day co- uh, contract guy, and that was me. So I came in on a 10-day contract in January, and uh, things kind of fell in place uh, then. And, I owe you a big uh, appreciation because after the first practice, me and you were the last ones in the locker room, and I didn't know how I was going to get back to the Holiday Inn at Richfield. So (laughs) you gave me a ride back to the Holiday Inn. I knew right then I was going to fit in well with this team because y'all were all just like you.
5: Hey, But let me tell you something. Also, he played for a friend of mine. Oh, okay, 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 so I knew all about George, him. Sure, okay, sure, that sure. was George Raveling. Oh yeah, yeah. You know? Absolutely. And so, and I used to watch them. And I like to tell everyone this: I wean George. Okay, <laughs> we, we, we played against each other in college. Okay, you know, okay. George went to Villanova. I was at Providence, uh, and yeah. we became good friends because we knew a lot of the same people. So I had, uh, I knew that Craig was a hell of a defensive player yes. and uh, would fit in. Uh, he was unselfish and, you know, came ready to play and. And that was the, the M.O. on all you guys, was your ability to compete and hear and listen. And, and you know, and uh, I don't know if we have that today.
2: <laughs> no, 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 it's a different, different deal today.
1: We'll be back with more Cavs HQ as Brad Doherty talks about the acquisition
7: of Larry Nance Sr. Victor Allen's Coffee is now available at your local Discount Drug Mart. We are delighted to bring you our high-quality, roaster-fresh perfection at a sensible price. Enjoy Victor Allen's Coffee in a convenient, single-serve cup format, premium coffee at the push of a button. What could be easier and taste so delicious? Victor Allen's Coffee, now available at Discount Drug Mart. Grab some today. Discount Drug Mart.
8: Experience the energy and excitement of Cavs basketball at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Porter
9: steps back. Three.
8: Good! Wednesday, March 4th, the Cavs battle the Boston Celtics at 7 p.m. All fans will receive a Daniel Booby Gibson bobblehead and its first responders night presented by Jack Daniels. Pass down deep to Damon Jones. Out to Booby. Three ball. Got it! Fires left side by Booby. A three. Got another one! Great seats are available now at Cavs.com or any Northern Ohio discount drug market.
1: Want to win an authentic Cavs 2016 Championship ring, one Cavs autographed item, a meet and greet with a Cavs legend, a $200 Team Shop gift card, round trip airfare to Cleveland for you and a friend, hotel accommodations for two nights, and two floor seats to the Cavs versus Lakers game on March 26th? For as little as a $10 donation, enter this nationwide contest at slash Cavs. The more you give, the more chances to win. Donate today, and this special commemorative ring from the Cavs Championship could be yours.
9: The heart-pounding, fast-breaking action of college basketball is back when the 2020 Mid-American Conference Basketball Tournament returns to Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse March 11th through the 14th, presented by Visit Myrtle Beach. Pulses will rise and hearts will race as the men and women of the MAC put it all on the line. Tickets for the MAC Tournament are on sale now online at rocketmortgagefieldhouse.com and at all Northern Ohio Discount Drug Marts. MAC Tournament Basketball. Be there. Get to the newly transformed Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse and light the land with your Cleveland Monsters. Exciting promotions, concession deals, and an unforgettable fan experience make Monsters Hockey serious fun. Friday, March 6th, the first 10,000 fans will receive an Oliver Bjorkstrand bobblehead commemorating his Calder Cup winning goal courtesy of Dominion Energy. For tickets, visit ClevelandMonsters.com or visit any Northern Ohio discount drug mart. Monsters Hockey, light the land.
1: Welcome back to a special Cavs HQ Roundtable conversation. Once again, here's your host, Brad Doherty.
2: You know, we, we were a young basketball team developing, and we needed some, some veteran leadership on the basketball team, and I think that's where this guy came in. And, Larry, you came over with a, a trade. Uh, tell us a little bit about that, how that all went down and your first experience with, uh, with the team.
6: First of all, it was a beautiful, sunny day <laughs> in Phoenix. <laughs> 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 that's the that's the key thing. That beautiful yeah, I Saturday,
2: yeah,
6: yeah. I rolled in and I uh, put me got tape, put my uniform on, and uh, get ready to walk out on the court to my warm up. And coach called me in and said, "We just trade you to Cleveland."
2: Just like that. No.
6: Just like that. I had wow. no warning, or whatever. Wow. So wow. I was uh, so hurt. I ran back in the locker room, changed clothes, and I was heading home. You know. Then Briggs came over that night and. I was on the bus with you guys the next morning, and uh, you know, start getting to meet everybody. And first of all, you know, I guess you guys remember we were losing games at first, and yeah. I was, uh, I was a head case, about to jump off and build, <laughs> about, <to laughs> about to kill myself. It did, and uh, you know, and then it, you know, coach changed the lineup a little bit, and it came around, and you know, and just the best team I have ever been on, best people, best coach, best executing offense, I mean, we, were just, we just loved each other. We was always together, and uh, obviously I still live here, but, uh, you know, quite often I talk about coach and our team all the time to people that, uh, you know, some of these guys in the league now need to just watch film how we play because yeah. they can learn a lot of good basketball because we played a lot of good basketball.
2: You know, it's interesting, and you, you look at our team, so we'll get to our team, and, and how we developed and changed kind of the culture of Cleveland basketball, dynamically. You know, They went from being, like say, the cadavers and the river catching on fire and everybody laughing and making <laughs> fun of the town to we were a really serious contender in the Eastern Conference. And you know, if you think about it throughout our years, that, the Eastern Conference was brutal. I mean, from top to bottom. You know, everyone always focuses in on Chicago because they, were, they did an unbelievable job winning those championships. But you think about Chicago, Detroit, you know, the big name teams, the Knicks. Think how good the Hawks were. Think how good Milwaukee was. You know, think how good Indiana was. Every night, Boston was great. And you'd have an off game getting to play against the Bullets, who were pretty darn good. You know what I mean? So it was really, really tough every night to play. But I think the thing that resonates with me when I think about us and, and our decade of playing together is the cohesiveness. And I think the, the the thing about that is is coach, how coach taught us to play the game of pro basketball. We all come from different college basketball coaches. I had a great college basketball coach, but you know, as we know, the game of NBA basketball is just it's different. And so getting us to play together in that era, it's kind of tough because I talk Scottie Pippen and Michael and those guys all the time, and they always talk about our team. They'll talk to me about our team, you know, man, you guys were a problem and nobody ever talks about you guys. It bothers me a little bit that we don't get mentioned as being one of the great teams of the 80s and nineties because it doesn't make sense because we really were. We were one game away from playing for a world championship against a guy who made shots, and they'll talk about, you know, him making the shot against us, but he also made the shot against Detroit. He made the shot against New York Knicks. He made the shot against everybody. Right. Yeah, right. Utah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. What's your thoughts on our team and, and how we played the game and just some of those things I'm talking about, you know, the, not the lack of respect, but just kind of how we've been dismissed a little bit just in that era for some reason. Well, it always bothered me because we were pretty
5: good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I won a championship in Seattle in 1979. And, and I took over a team that was 5-17 and 17 at that time, the Sonics. Uh, and, and most of my mentorship as a coach came from watching Red Orbat with the Celtics. The thing that I saw was that he knew how to utilize personnel. He knew his personnel. And I don't care who the player was that came to their team. He'd find out what his strength and weakness was and how to utilize him and get maximum. Mm-hmm. And so when I was uh, learning to put a team together, I decided that, that that's important. And I wanted to play up-tempo, but I also knew that what if the up-tempo game isn't there? Mm-hmm. You, get, you better be able to execute half-court. Yeah. And so that's something we worked on and I wanted to work on. And we won a championship in Seattle. We, 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 we shocked everybody, you know. And, and so when I came to Cleveland, you know, uh, I had a chance to see who the draft was going to be, who Cleveland was going to get. And that's why I agreed to come, because I knew that we could change that. And, and I knew you guys. I, I, you know, I'd seen you play in college, and I knew what your work ethics were, you know, and how at least I felt I had an idea how we would come together. And so when we worked real hard, and I had a assistant coach named Dick Helm, and he agreed with me. And, but if, if he didn't agree with me, he'd tell me. And, and I love that. I love that about him because I thought that that's how you learn, is to hear what everybody has to say. And so when, uh, when I finally took the job, I know that it was tough because we lost some games, but we didn't know each other. Right. It was going to take time. Right. But the fact that we finished that year, 41 and 41. See, a lot of people forget, but I don't, I remember. I knew next year was gonna be much, much better. And so uh, I felt that a coach should really understand his team, know what their talents are, what they're capable of and how to get the maximum out of it and not overdo things. And I I thought we did that. We maximized the talents of you guys. Uh, We went out there, we competed with everybody. Uh, and every time we stepped on the floor, I felt we went.
1: More Cavs HQ coming up as Mark Price talks about the influence of Coach Lenny Wilkins. Foo Fighters.
7: Everything ever
9: this Live from Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, May 18th. What's my Fighters playing 25 years of f-ing hits. On sale now. Tickets available online at RocketMortgageFieldhouse.com and LiveNation.com.
0: Suspect a natural gas leak? Dominion Energy Ohio reminds you first move your feet, then call when you're down the street. A gas leak might have a smell like rotten eggs or you might see blowing dirt or bubbling water. A leaking pipeline might also make a hissing sound that you can hear. And remember, whether you're an individual or a contractor, state law requires you to call 811 before you dig to have underground utilities marked. It's simple and free. Dial 811 at least two business days prior to digging for your safety. For more safety information, visit dominionenergy.com, keyword natural gas safety.
8: Experience the energy and excitement of Cavs basketball at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Porter
9: steps back.
8: Three. Good! Wednesday, March 4th, the Cavs battle the Boston Celtics at 7 p.m. All fans will receive a Daniel Booby Gibson bobblehead and its first responders night presented by Jack Daniels. Pass down deep to Damon Jones. Out to Booby. Three ball. Got it! Fires left side by Booby. A three. Got another one! Great seats are available now at Cavs.com or any Northern Ohio discount drug market. What's up, everyone? It's Ahmad with the Cleveland Cavaliers and our proud partner, Saucy Brew Works. Born and brewed in Cleveland, Saucy serves up a wide range of the highest quality craft beer made right in the heart of Ohio City. Our friends at Saucy believe that quality comes first, which is why they've been voted Cleveland's best brewery of 2019. Whether you're ready to sip or chug, come raise your glass with Saucy Brew Works at 2885 Detroit Avenue, Cleveland, Ohio, and right here at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Crazy beer made for legendary good times. Welcome to the Saucy State of Mind.
10: At First Energy, we're putting more into tomorrow so you can get the most out of today by investing in a smarter, stronger, safer grid and innovative technology that improves reliability. But most of all, we're investing in our people, the dedicated men and women who work each and every day to bring you a brighter future where energy is smarter and living is better. See their stories and more at firstenergycorp.com.
9: Cirque du Soleil explores a new frozen playground in ways that defy all expectations. Discover the world of Crystal. Let yourself be amazed by Cirque du Soleil's very first on-ice experience. Playing June 24th through 28th at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Get your tickets for Crystal now at cirquedusoleil.com.
1: You're listening to a special Cavs HQ Roundtable Conversation. Now, here's Cavaliers legend, Mark Price. I just
3: think, uh, you know, for my team concept, uh, you know, Lenny set the tone. You know, he, he was great, and particularly for me as a point guard, you know, having a Hall of Fame, you know, guy that, that played my position. You know, a lot of people, you know, when I came in the league, a lot of people don't realize that point guards didn't shoot when, when I came into the well, league. that's right. I mean, the, the, the thought process of a scoring point guard and, you know, I think Lenny was ahead of his time and seeing the value that, that I could bring because I had that, you know, all the other stuff you can teach. You can't teach a guy to shoot, you know, at, that, at, at those kind of rates. And, and I think he saw the value in that. And then you start seeing guys, you know, I think it was my second year, the first year that I started, I was like the third highest scoring point guard in the league yeah. behind Magic and Isaiah. I mean, you know, the other guys were kind of, you know, Mo Cheeks, you know, mold type type NBA point guards. But after that, you start seeing the, you know, Tim Hardaways yeah. and the Kevin Johnsons, who yeah. we drafted, who had a, a great career in Phoenix. And, and then, you know, uh, Gary Payton's and yeah. it just kept on. And, you know, uh, you kind of started seeing the evolution of that. But but at the same time, I, I felt like, you know, we all came from, from good programs, you know, in college and we're four year guys. Yeah and i think that, that that makes a big difference you know uh, just learning how when learning how to to play as a team and we all came from those kind of situations to where you know it was easy for us you know it was we all came from programs that were used to winning and so that's what we were about we were about team and we were about winning and i know the nba is different and Because it's a job and everybody, you know, wants to make a living and everybody wants to get there's an individual piece to that. But at the same time, I think you have to fight really hard, which I thought we did. And it's what made us special to kind of put that aside and realize that when we had success, everybody was going to benefit from that. You know, and and, and I think that that was that was the approach that we had as a team. Yeah. Craig, what do you think?
4: Well I think what you said about character uh, I know that the, the blueprint for this team was about character and that was probably what I enjoyed the most about being on this team. Uh, our locker room was like this uh, I know our wives would get mad at us after games like. <laughs> because we weren't coming out of the showers for until, like, 11, you no, know. Yeah, 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 We were just talking oh, like yeah. women. You yeah. weren't yeah. Yeah. necessarily <laughs> in the shower. No, I mean, <laughs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we were just sitting in the locker room. <laughs> sure. But, uh, no, it, like I said, I came in on a 10-day in the middle of the season, and I fit right in with all of you. Yeah. And, Um, You know, uh, the best thing was we didn't have individuals on this team. We had great scorers and yourself going inside or Ron shooting or mark outside. And then, you know, the bench was uh, something that uh, teams had to be worried about, too. So uh, it was just a a unique thing coming in uh, to this team because, like I said, the blueprint was made and, uh, yeah, we didn't get to the championship, but we did win a lot of games and people really t- – every time I talk to people about our teams, all they want to say is what a great team it was to watch.
6: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Larry, what do you yeah, well, I think? Well, the other day this lady walked up to me and said, you guys had the best team that never won anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was like – Man, that's offensive, but that's so <laughs> thank, true. Thank you. We I know that. Yeah. 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 yeah, Thank you. I thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we was, uh, you know, that's what. Sometimes I would love talking to Coach to try to figure out how in the world he made us so unselfish, yeah. and it didn't matter who scored. We just made the right pass, and we was. I was just as happy when you score. You was happy when Mark scored, and, and that made us a really good team. And. Uh, you know that's a good pat on Coach Lenny's back, yeah. and and you know like we would go over to my house after games, yeah. hot rod house, your house, or whatever. Yeah. And a lot of times the coaches would come. Yeah. I mean, how many players have that relationship with their coaches? It we
2: different. Yeah, yeah. no about that.
6: As a matter right. of fact, I got to check coach with because he
2: rode with me in my
6: '67. I know <laughs> I remember
2: that. Yeah. He jumped in there. I, the coach that? said to you, he said, "You said, aren't you scared?" He said, "I know you're not gonna hurt yourself." Yeah. <laughs> that's, right. That's,
6: right. that's
2: what kind of relationships
6: yeah. we had with our coach. So that you know, yeah. that must be a good formula for a great team.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you know, you look at 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 our history together and our teams and it is. It all goes back to you coach uh, the unselfishness. You know I was kidding I was talking to A.C. and we talked about this a few weeks ago but I was talking to him last mm-hmm. night I, the, the Cavs last night were running out of bounds play and Tristan dunked the ball I said I said A.C. every time Lenny drew up an out of bounds play it worked every time. A.C. said I know I was so <laughs> jealous of y'all back in the day he said everything he drew up was unbelievable every time. so uh, the, but but as we went on and, and we You know, started to evolve as a a basketball team and got all the pieces and parts. You know, the one thing I look back on, I think that really changed the whole direction of our franchise was the trade with Ron Harper. You're listening to a special Cavs HQ
1: conversation. In a moment, legendary coach Lenny Wilkins talks about the Ron Harper
10: trade. Harry Styles. Love on tour. Step into the light at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, July 15th, with special guest Jenny Lewis. Get tickets now at rocketmortgagefieldhouse.com. The brand new album, Fine Line, is available to stream and download now. For more, check hstyles.co.uk.
9: Get to the newly transformed Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse and light the land with your Cleveland Monsters. Exciting promotions, concession deals, and an unforgettable fan experience make Monsters Hockey serious fun. Friday, March 6th, the first 10,000 fans will receive an Oliver Bjorkstrand bobblehead commemorating his Calder Cup winning goal courtesy of Dominion Energy. For tickets, visit ClevelandMonsters.com or visit any Northern Ohio discount drug mart. Monsters Hockey, light the land.
7: Victor Allen's Coffee is now available at your local Discount Drug Mart. We are delighted to bring you our high-quality, roaster-fresh perfection at a sensible price. Enjoy Victor Allen's Coffee in a convenient, single-serve cup format, premium coffee at the push of a button. What could be easier and taste so delicious? Victor Allen's Coffee, now available at Discount Drug Mart. Grab some today. Discount Drug
10: Mart saves you the
8: Experience the energy and excitement of Cavs basketball at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Porter steps
9: back, three, good!
8: Wednesday, March 4th, the Cavs battle the Boston Celtics at 7 p.m. All fans will receive a Daniel Booby Gibson bobblehead and its first responders night presented by Jack Daniels. Pass down deep to Damon Jones, out to Booby, three ball, got it! Fires left side by Booby, a three, got another one! Great seats are available now at Cavs.com or any Northern Ohio discount drug market.
9: Don't look now, but it's that time again. Flu season is about to rear its coughing, sneezing, aching, feverish head. Discount Drug Mart believes that the best defense is a good offense. Protect yourself and your loved ones in just minutes from the flu bug the safe, convenient way with a flu shot from Discount Drug Mart Pharmacy. No appointment is necessary, and most insurance plans are accepted with a zero copay for most Medicare, Medicaid, and several private plans. The flu can end with you at Discount Drug Mart, open seven days a week, including holidays. See pharmacy for details.
1: Now back to the special Cavs
5: HQ conversation. Here's legendary Cavs coach,
1: Lenny Wilkins.
5: That hurt me. Uh, and believe me, because I, I, you know, I knew Ron. And I remember, uh, you know, uh, they wanted to trade Ron and uh, th- they sort of wanted to give us an ultimatum. And I kept blocking it. And finally, uh, they said to me, well, the players don't like Ron. I said, that's BS. I said, <laughs> let me tell you, because... Ron came in the locker room and everybody was loose and got along with each other extremely well. And I said, and when when we played against teams, they had to pay attention because Ron, if he got out on a fast break, I mean, he was explosive in an open court, unlike a, a lot of players. And when we played Chicago, who was one of the best teams at that time, Michael had his hands full, and he knew it.
2: And he'll tell you today. Yes, right. He
5: He knew it. So uh, I kept blocking that trade, and one day uh, we had a meeting, and they put my assistant coaches out of the meeting, and it was the owner and Wayne Embry, uh, the general manager. And I have to tell you, Wayne and I are friends again today. We weren't at that (laughs) time because I was upset because he didn't back me, but he was under a lot of pressure. And, and uh, the owner said that uh, if you guys don't make the trade within a certain time, he's gonna do it. And so I told him, I said, hey, Mr. Gunn, I said, my job is to win games. And I try and put together the best team I can. And Ron's a part of that. That's why I'm blocking this, you know. And then, you know, three, four days later, a week later, uh, they made the trade. And I was never happy after that, even though the next year, I mean, we lost in the playoffs that year to Chicago and the next year we won 53 games but I was still hurt by it and that's when I decided to retire to resign from the Cleveland was because I didn't appreciate it I felt that had they been a little bit more patient and understand the progress that we made come on this our team was good you know entertaining we packed the place. I mean, yeah. we played the Richfield Coliseum in the snow belt, yeah. and yeah. and we had over twenty thousand fans every night. every night. Come yeah. on, what what are you not seeing? Yeah. You know. And so I left. I, I was so disappointed. And then after that, uh, you guys started having injuries, uh, yeah. things like that. Because I, I kind of kept an eye on you, even though I was somewhere else. But but it, it bothered me so much because I felt that. Here was a great opportunity for us
2: to win a championship, and they took that away from us.
5: Mm-hmm. It took me a while to
2: get over it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And, and we played on and uh, had some great, great games and uh, great competition. You know, I, I, another team I didn't mention that we always ended up playing in the playoffs with the Nets, and they were always, you know, Drazen Petrovic was an unbelievable yeah. scorer of the basketball. Derek Coleman was a nightmare when he wanted to be. Yeah, I got him paid. <laughs> <laughs> he killed me, dude. But, I no, was, man. I everybody was begging me. Well, to everybody me. talks about Carl Malone. And I no. used to say, man, look, yeah. when Derek Coleman decides to play, yeah. being left-handed, he is a he is a he is a nightmare. He is a nightmare. And, and he always played whenever we played.
1: This special Cavs HQ conversation continues in a moment as we discuss the shot that turned superstar Michael Jordan into a legend. Welcome back to the special Cavs Roundtable conversation on the Cavaliers Radio Network. Now, once again, here's your host, Brad Doherty.
2: One thing everybody always talks about is the shot. You know, everybody remembers the shot because you know everybody's such a huge Michael Jordan fan or whatever. What do you guys remember? Because you guys were involved. Oh, <laughs> I was under I'm the gonna go on I'm gonna let you go first. <laughs> How did, what do you remember <laughs> about that that game? And then that play at the end of the day. What what's your what are your well, recollections?
6: First time um I gotta tell coach I apologize because Coach trusts me to do anything
2: defensively.
6: Oh absolutely. <laughs> you know, so you know, so he he um put me to face Michael to deny him getting the ball and he faked me bait uh half court line and I took the bait, then he ended up getting the ball and then what everybody seen was old 003 stepped up because, <laughs> you know, he ain't never going to run from anybody. Right. They see him making a shot on him. But, uh no the, the, the breakdown came when I took the bait when he faked me to half court. If I could have just let him go and get the ball there, we probably would have been fine. But, you know,
2: that's not what shot. happened. Then he Danny
6: made a big, big shot.
2: Yeah. But, um, incredible shot! You know, this
6: guy took the blame for it all over the year, all, yeah. every year. Like Thirty and, uh, years now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's, he's never said it. anything to me about it. <laughs> That's what kind you of, know,
5: of team what is. What a lot of people don't remember yeah. is that we were down by one. Yeah, we were. And we set up a play. That's
2: right.
5: And we scored right away. Too quick. You know, too quick. Yeah, we did. And that and gave we. them an opportunity, but and we, cost we went up by one. And then, yeah, you know, you step towards half court, and that happens, you know, because you're reacting to situations. I mean, and, and you think back about it, and you say, yeah, I should have let him go because he's going away from right, the basket. Exactly. You know. But he made a you great shot.
6: It's <laughs> your fault, though. <laughs> <laughs> on the offensive I, I, end, yeah. back to you on the offensive waited, end, yeah. you weren't supposed to throw the ball in and charge it <laughs> you, <man. laughs> You're supposed to get out of the way and let me make my move. <laughs>
8: You yeah. threw it too? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I <didn't>, you know, <laughs> were wide open. Yeah,
4: yeah. he was wide yeah. Well, here's the genius of that Mark's in the corner, yeah. you're at the top, mm-hmm. Harp's in the corner. They were all concentrating their efforts on him. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Larry's man was playing behind him, and all he said was he's six foot 11, throw yeah. it up. Yeah. And when I did, he caught it, and my guy Hodges just did not stay with me and yeah. okay. gave it right back. And yeah, But they were so intrigued with what y'all were doing on that side, that yeah.
2: it was such an easy play. it yeah. so, really changed their trajectory, too, because yep, it, yep. it was tough. You know. What the do you remember thing, I, The other thing that was hard for me wasn't the shot, necessarily,
3: because, I mean, great players make, make great so shots, sure, but yeah. we were a better team. No
2: doubt. Yeah. I, I think People don't right.
3: realize that that yeah. year we were 6-0 and oh against,
5: yeah. against I mean, Chicago. Beat we beat
3: them six times, times yeah. every time we played them, yeah. and we just weren't healthy. That's right. And people don't realize I didn't play the first game of that That's series. Right. That's right. You know, cuz I had a hamstring situation yeah. and they stole that game. They
2: did. They did. And
3: That's then right. we had to. People I mean it was just the, the series that, you know, it was such a better series than just the shot people would talk about. Yeah. You know, they had a chance to close it out in Chicago game 4. Right. And we had to win a game in Chicago. Right. Game 4 and right. we do that yeah. and Make get it and thoughts. get and get right. it yeah, and get it back, right. get it back to Cleveland. Right. And I never, yeah. that, that's the one time, you know, Michael got all the calls. Oh, was and all, yeah. and, and we know that. And yeah. that was oh, the yeah. one time I somehow got switched on him yeah. under the basket, yeah.
2: you that's know, right. when, right. when right.
3: they took a shot and I just grabbed, I, I just locked his arm up <laughs> and he couldn't jump and the refs didn't call it yeah. and we win yeah. that game and he was so mad and I was so happy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then it came back to Cleveland and then you had just an unbelievable game and. And you know, unfortunate, you know, ending for us. But,
2: but uh, in my mind, there's no doubt
3: who the better team was. Yeah, you I know agree. that that
2: that season. I agree. I agree. Uh, great games. We had some great games. I remember the the, the game on national TV against the Knicks. You had what, 11 block shots. You remember <laughs> that?
6: Remember something like that, yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, that's the good... That goes
6: block back party. to a good teammate, though, because yeah. I would get on him. Like, if his man got by him right. and he fouled him, yeah. oh, he would go get ringed. You know? <laughs> and he never... That's a good thing to be able to say stuff to your teammates and without them getting mad because you know it's for the best of the sure. team. Sure, And Yeah, and, you know, I had block shots because we played good defense and I would always sneak off and get, get blocks, you know. Yeah. So, but it was a... Good game. I had fun with that. Wayne Emory, that was one of his favorite games.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we all eventually had, you know, chances to, to play in some all-star games in three-point. Oh. I mean, you ended up winning. I mean, what was that like? I mean, you are going up against Larry Bird in a couple of those three-point shooting mm-hmm. contests and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. tell us about that. I mean, that was su- such a proud moment for all of us because we knew what a great right. shooter you were. Right.
3: Well, I was in it first, the first year I was in it, not that I I didn't win it. Right. You know, uh, Larry Larry was, you know, Larry Legend yeah. back then. Yeah. and. Yeah. And uh, I remember we they'd they'd take us to this locker room and we're all sitting in the locker room getting ready to you know waiting for them to call us and you know I remember Larry sticking his head in the door and saying oh hey fellas this must be the room for second place <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know and so uh,
3: you know he, uh, and I think he went out and won it that year but uh, yeah it was to to be against out there with the best shooters in the world and to win that thing twice was a lot of fun and yeah. and uh, just great experience yeah. you know yeah, and part cool. of it
4: that's well, a great so you, Brad. everybody that I talked to always asked me like how would you become such a good three point shooter or how I had a great passing center <laughs> I meant inside out like you always talked about I yeah. meant uh yeah so I meant the compliments and then I remember like your first couple of years, those little baby hooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, we were yeah, all yeah. like, "No, you got to dunk that and <laughs> gotta, and block that hook." Yeah, you can't, you can't, mess with it. can't yeah. You touch it.
2: Uh, can't,
7: can't touch, touch it. it. So,
4: yeah. So, uh, watching you grow yeah. from your rookie year on to an NBA All Star was quite impressive. I yeah, appreciate that. And yeah. you,
2: hey yeah. man, so many big three point shots through your career. You know, yeah. I remember Utah. Was that what, uh, Joe Tate?
6: Yeah. Joe Tate. Yeah. That was my favorite game. To get with yes. I had Tell just us made
2: somebody. the big mistake right before that, too. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder we it went. That made win, a mistake. Dude. <laughs> Tell <laughs> us about that. I mean, you always made some big three points. You were never scared. Craig was not. Craig was fearless. <laughs> a, That's uh, why I uh, was such a great defender. Craig was not scared of anything.
4: That was actually like December 23rd. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, they had just scored uh, on the other end. Utah did. And we were down by 112 to 110. And we had 1.3 seconds. And. And instead of Larry being down on the block, coach put you on the block this time. And again, Mark was getting the staggered screens and everybody was concentrating on him. And I mean, I threw it into you and you just, you had the presence of mind to tip it right back and you didn't have time to think and, just let it go, and uh, three-pointer went in, and yeah, Joe Tate had a great West
2: Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, <dude>. yeah. <laughs> yes. so, so awesome. yeah. Awesome. By the way,
4: Joe
1: had, yeah, many
4: great Oh, He was yeah. oh. incredible.
1: More Cavs HQ coming up as the Roundtable talks about the memories of the Richfield Coliseum.
5: She is one of the most iconic artists of our lifetime. Jackson presents the Black Diamond Tour, featuring
1: brand new music and a special performance of Rhythm Nation, Janet Jackson, like you've never seen her before. Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, July 28th. Get tickets now at
5: RocketMortgageFieldhouse.com. Check more at JanetJackson.com.
7: Victor Allen's Coffee is now available at your local Discount Drug Mart. We are delighted to bring you our high-quality, roaster-fresh perfection at a sensible price. Enjoy Victor Allen's Coffee in a convenient, single-serve cup format, premium coffee at the push of a button. What could be easier and taste so delicious? Victor Allen's Coffee, now available at Discount Drug Mart. Grab some today.
8: Experience the energy and excitement of Cavs basketball at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Order steps back. Three. Good! Wednesday, March 4th, the Cavs battle the Boston Celtics at 7 p.m. All fans will receive a Daniel Booby Gibson bobblehead and it's first responders night presented by Jack Daniels. Pass down deep to Damon Jones. Out to Booby. Three ball. Got it! Myers left side by Booby a three. Got it! Great seats are available now at Cavs.com or any Northern Ohio discount drug market.
4: Every time you show up, every time you make your presence heard, whether you're here for the memories that last a lifetime or the dance that happens just once a year, whether you ride for the Cinderella or go all in for the legendary comeback, however you choose to be a fan during March Madness, you make the game. The road to the final four goes through Cleveland. The NCAA men's basketball first and second rounds, March 20th and 22nd at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Visit NCAA.com slash tickets to get your seats today.
1: Want to win an authentic Cavs 2016 championship ring? One Cavs autographed item, a meet and greet with a Cavs legend, a $200 team shop gift card, round trip airfare to Cleveland for you and a friend, hotel accommodations for two nights, and two floor seats to the Cavs versus Lakers game on March 26th. For as little as a $10 donation, enter this nationwide contest at prizio.com Cavs. The more you give, the more chances to win. Donate today, and this special commemorative ring from the Cavs championship could be yours. Welcome back to a special Cavs HQ conversation. Once again,
2: here's your host, Brad Doherty. Another thing that just resonates, we mentioned it earlier, was playing at Richfield Coliseum. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody hated to come yeah. right. was teams, I yeah. thought it was awesome. I loved uh, playing. That place would rock. Remember when Boston would come to town and we would be so fired up because all of us had grown up watching and you played against and it was such a historic franchise. Well, you
3: remember the first couple years we played them, we'd come out and it'd be like, all green, all green, all green jerseys That's right. up in the yeah. stands, and we'd be like, "Is this a home game or what?" <laughs> yeah. And you know, then, then we start winning, and yeah. people start getting excited, and, yeah. and and you'd start seeing the you know blue and orange out there, yeah. you know, instead. But yeah, the first couple of years was was interesting.
2: Oh, it was awesome playing in that place. And I remember, you know, we we played. Then the Lakers would come to town. And, you know, we all were man. I'm ready. I got to play against Kareem, and but we would go at those guys so hard. And then we kept developing and growing as players, you know. And, and then we got to where we were a, a solid team, night in and night out. And we couldn't get past Michael like a lot of teams, like I said earlier. We didn't get, we don't feel like we got, we got the credit we deserved of being a really good basketball franchise, that had developed into a good basketball franchise and team. And then um, because of the way things were played in the East, uh, the media kind of started labeling us as being a soft team. Okay? When in fact, we were a cerebral team. Right. You know, And that, that's the thing that always irked me because we were a well, smart basketball We teams. were a smart basketball team. We changed the culture. Yeah. You know, yeah. in,
5: in, in, And you started seeing nothing but cab colors. That's right. but, but the thing was is that we could pass the ball. Yeah. And we knew how to switch. We knew how to rotate. Yeah. And we were a good defending team. If you go back and look, uh, we were in the top five. Defensively, Absolutely. see, and how could you be soft and be a, in the top five? That's what I, I mean, say. you know, we the leading
2: rebounding team. we were the top three rebounding exactly. team. Exactly, yeah.
5: and we moved the ball, and uh, so we grew as a team. And I agree with you. Uh, we never get the credit we should. See, but you know, the the, the media for some reason, uh, you know, they they for, uh, at the time the highlights all you saw was the shot or the dunk yeah. or whatever, yeah. you know, that type of thing. And that's all they would show, but. Uh, And and then I think that our franchise should have did highlights. They should have done it, and they should have showed it, you know, uh, so that people could see how good this team was. You know, I mean, and and that's something that was missed out on. And like I said, you know, over the years, I I got so upset that I left the following year. But uh, I got over it. Uh, I matured and grew from it, you know. Uh, But this was a great team, and I talk about it all the time. I tell people, they ask me, you know, I said, other than the championship team, this was the team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because we changed the culture here. And this was a team that people enjoyed watching.
2: Yeah, you know, it's, and it's interesting for me. And, and same, you know, I kind of forget about it a little bit until I talk to people like Michael, because I see him a lot, and then they'll say, man, you guys, you know, were really, really good. Or I talk to Magic Johnson, or bump and in, and then they'll say, man, you guys were really good. You know, but the one, one thing, the one guy who's not here who I want to just talk to, talk about for a couple minutes was Hot Rod. People ask me all the time, especially in that era of centers, you know, who's the toughest? I said, man, I said, you know, this is going to sound really arrogant, but I didn't feel like there was a center that I played against night in and night out that, that could guard me. Now, I mean, I, I had trouble guarding some of them, but I felt like they're, and the guy who gave me the most trouble was the guy I practiced against every day, was Hot Rod. If I could, and he was such a good defender. He moved his feet so well. When I'd go play against Patrick or Shaquille, or, I'm telling you, it was easier uh, because Hot Rod was an unbelievable defender and, and a very unselfish basketball player. I mean, this is a guy that could have started for any team in the league. But he, he relegated himself to the, coming off the bench because he knew that made us better. But, but what, are your, what are your memories well, of Hot Rod? See, I,
5: you know, and, and, and that's something I loved about him because he was very unselfish and he was very team-oriented. And I talked to him about coming off the bench, you know, what he had to bring, what could he bring, you know, to the team. And he was willing to do all of that. And, and so and, – and I used to talk to him about practices because, you know – you know what? What what's a good practice is when we can make each other better, sure. and he bought into that, and yeah. and he did. I knew he was going to make you work. Ooh. He wasn't going to give you no, anything easy, right. and and he loved it. Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> and and he had that uh, that expression. I mean, I, I I'll never forget it. But uh, he'd always say, "Coach Lenny, Coach Lenny, you know, yeah. Coach Lenny." Coach you know, says Coach uh, says that. <laughs> was that the right move? Was that the thing to do? And I I'd laugh and I'd talk with him, but he made us better because he brought an awesome power from the bench uh, yeah. and yeah. and as you said Brad uh, he could have started for any team mm-hmm. but he was happy to be here to be a part of our growth yeah. and and I uh, I miss him to this day because uh, what a contribution he made to our team
3: oh uh, with our question mark oh yeah i mean hot rod and you know, i tell people all the time they're like you know some, obviously
5: you guys are favorite
3: players i ever played with and but I always tell people one of the smartest basketball players I ever played with was hot rock yeah, he just man. he just he just really understood the game yeah. knew how to play yeah. just always in the right spot yeah, you know offense like you said just like the rest of our team but very very unselfish you know uh, you know he hot rock you know could score 20 points a game sure, if, he's, if, if he'd have wanted to yeah, and man. you know if that would have been his role he'd have gone out and done it yeah. but it uh, you know he he knew his importance to to the team. I think he we all knew his importance. I think he he knew that and was felt appreciated mm-hmm. for that role and, and took that on for us to win.
2: Yeah. Greg, what do you remember of a pot rod? No,
4: he was never an all star, but he was an all star. Mm-hmm. No question about it. I mean, his um uh, contribution to the team was beyond just playing on the court. It was yeah. off the court too. He was yeah. a good yeah. family man and a just a good friend, so, and couldn't understand some of the words he said some of the time, yeah, but. That Louisiana you, slang? Yeah, you got that last bit, and <laughs> if you got the last bit, you were yeah. you were okay with it, but I know yeah. he made Larry feel really at home when he got here. Oh, that was yeah, right.
6: was, that was my best friend, and, yeah. uh, you know, he guarded me some in practice, too, and practice it was always harder than any game was going to be, so, yeah, and, uh, you know, when we was on the floor together, uh, playing against other teams, man, he would make switches, and we would communicate without saying a word. And it was just like I don't, I don't know how he knew to do that, but it, uh, you know, he's one of the best players I ever played with, and along with being the best mall partner I ever had. <laughs> 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 me and Haru knew every, every mall <laughs> in the United States. I think Me and Howard did too. Larry
1: Nance Sr. talks about Junior playing for the Cavaliers right after this on Cavs HQ.
9: Get to the newly transformed Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse and light the land with your Cleveland Monsters. Exciting promotions, concession deals, and an unforgettable fan experience make Monsters Hockey serious fun. Friday, March 6th, the first 10,000 fans will receive an Oliver Bjorkstrand bobblehead commemorating his Calder Cup winning goal courtesy of Dominion Energy. For tickets, visit ClevelandMonsters.com or visit any Northern Ohio discount drug mart. Monsters Hockey, light the land.
0: Suspect a natural gas leak? Dominion Energy Ohio reminds you, first, move your feet, then call when you're down the street. A gas leak might have a smell like rotten eggs, or you might see blowing dirt or bubbling water. A leaking pipeline might also make a hissing sound that you can hear. And remember, whether you're an individual or a contractor, state law requires you to call 811 before you dig to have underground utilities marked. It's simple and free. Dial 811 at least two business days prior to digging for your safety. For more safety information, visit dominionenergy.com, keyword, natural gas safety. The Very Thought of You After
9: 5 Sold Out World Tours He's Back And I'm feeling good. It's an evening with Michael Bublé so
1: Come on come on come on come on
9: Friday March 27th Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse now. Tickets are on sale now at rocketmortgagefieldhouse.com
8: A Beaver Production Experience the energy and excitement of Cavs basketball at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse.
9: Porter steps back. Three.
8: Good! Wednesday, March 4th, the Cavs battle the Boston Celtics at 7 p.m. All fans will receive a Daniel Booby Gibson bobblehead and its first responders night presented by Jack Daniels. Pass down deep to Damon Jones. Out to Booby. Three ball. Got it! Myers left side by Booby. A three. Got another one! Great seats are available now at Cavs.com or any Northern Ohio discount drug market. What's up, everyone? It's Ahmad with the Cleveland Cavaliers and our proud partner, Saucy Brew Works. Born and brewed in Cleveland, Saucy serves up a wide range of the highest quality craft beer made right in the heart of Ohio City. Our friends at Saucy believe that quality comes first, which is why they've been voted Cleveland's best brewery of 2019. Whether you're ready to sip or chug, come raise your glass with Saucy Brew Works at 2885 Detroit Avenue, Cleveland, Ohio, and right here at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Crazy beer made for legendary good times. Welcome to the Saucy State of Mind.
10: You hear a lot about the future of energy, everything from smart technology to a stronger power grid. It may sound complicated, but it's really just a brighter way to deliver what matters most to you. At First Energy, we know energy is important to your life. That's why we're working each and every day to bring you a brighter energy future. See all the bright ways we continue to put you first at firstenergycorp.com.
1: Welcome back to a special Cavs HQ Roundtable conversation. Once again, here's your host, Brad Doherty.
2: Well, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask about something that's really special, and that's uh, Larry Nance Jr. coming back to Cleveland, uh, playing for the Cavs. Tell us about that feeling and what that's like and how proud you are, because I know we're all proud of him, because we saw him as a little bitty booty boy. Yeah, a little
6: booty.
10: <laughs>
6: oh, he's going to love that. <laughs> no, it was a wonderful thing. I was uh... – When I got the call, I was in the garage tinkering around with something, and uh, he got the call and said, I'm coming back to Cleveland. And uh, I told him right away, call your mom, boy, (laughs) because I want to call the team and see if I can get 22 on his back. And that worked out. And, you know, the good thing about having him here, you know, he's around us all the time. He loves coming over to our house. We go over to his house. And the number one thing about him is he's going to compete every night. And That's that's, that's one thing... I try to do, and when he go out there every night, he's a very smart player, mm-hmm. and uh, he's going to compete every night. And when he do that, man, my chest is big, yeah, and uh, big. Yeah. very proud to have him here, him, me, and his mom. And uh, you know, hope a lot of good
2: things to happen sure. coming up in the future. He's a good-looking young man. He got that from his mom. He <laughs> <a young man. laughs> yeah, he look like his mom. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Casey look like me. Cause <laughs>
2: that's well, guys, coach. So good to see you. I haven't seen you in a long time. Man, it's good to sit here and chat with you.
5: Yeah, it really is. It's a pleasure for me. I mean, I uh, I, I relish coming back for for this, yeah. to see everybody and talk with them and, and, and to see your wives, too. Yeah. Because my wife asked, you know, oh, and yeah. uh, Laura sent Marilyn some pictures, oh, yeah. and she loved watching them and seeing, and she wants
2: everybody to know that she sends her regards. Yes, so later, uh,
5: this, this this was one of our favorite
2: places to be. Mark? How about you? So good to see you, man. You look great. What's, uh, what's in the future for you? What do you got going on? What are you thinking about?
3: What well, I'm just uh, taking it one day at a time. Man. I'm taking this year uh, off. I've been coaching you know, yeah. uh, for the last you know, quite a while, actually. Probably eight, nine years. And yeah. so I uh, had a lot of family things going on. My second daughter just got married three oh, months awesome. ago. Yeah, awesome. You know, awesome. uh, just enjoying, enjoying going around following my youngest son's playing. Liberty University okay. following following their team around a little bit sure. this year getting to do some things that haven't gotten to do in a while and yeah. we'll uh, you know see what see what's out there for next year and, and moving forward from there
4: absolutely
2: Craig you're doing some broadcasting doing
4: some- yeah I'm on uh, the Washington State uh, men's basketball radio okay. broadcast okay. so um, it's tough though what I mean you know the broadcasting yeah. thing you don't feel the wins and losses like when you did when That's you true. play so yeah. It's it's a great job, but it uh, keeps me around basketball. But it, it, that wins and loss feeling is yeah. hard to get rid of. Yeah. So
2: that's true. Yeah. Larry, how about you? I
6: ain't, doing nothing, ain't no grandkids, man. Doug kids. <laughs> kids, they, they won't, <laughs> won't have no grandkids. Yeah. But I do want to back up a second and uh, compliment you, Duke, on uh, – I guess people don't know what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna tell them either. But <laughs> That's all right. You know, it was it was so good having a good center that could move that ball oh, and pass sure. it, and uh, you know, swing that sky hook. The young guys, I don't know. You, you know, Kareem done it, and you done it really well. I don't know why these young guys don't, don't pick up it. on that shot, or yeah. even, uh, you know, watch you play against some of the toughest centers in the league, that was your biggest game. Yeah. You know, when you play scrub centers, you didn't do that much. Right. Because you you don't have to. But, you know, the the big centers, you did really well. And it was fun having all you guys as mates. Yeah. Yeah, I agree,
2: man. It's uh, what a great team. Mm -hmm. You know, we we changed the culture of Cleveland basketball. We should be very proud about that. Uh, It's great to see all you guys. And uh, let's not wait so long to do (laughs) this again. (laughs) 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 Please.
1: We hope you enjoyed this special roundtable conversation on Cavs HQ. Go Cavs!
0: Suspect a natural gas leak? Dominion Energy Ohio reminds you, first, move your feet, then call when you're down the street. A gas leak might have a smell like rotten eggs, or you might see blowing dirt or bubbling water. A leaking pipeline might also make a hissing sound that you can hear. And remember, whether you're an individual or a contractor, state law requires you to call 811 before you dig to have underground utilities marked. It's simple and free. Dial 811 at least two business days prior to digging for your safety. For more safety information, visit dominionenergy.com, keyword, natural gas safety.
8: What's up everyone, it's Ahmad with the Cleveland Cavaliers and our proud partner, Saucy Brew Works. Born and brewed in Cleveland, Saucy serves up a wide range of the highest quality craft beer made right in the heart of Ohio City. Our friends at Saucy believe that quality comes first, which is why they've been voted Cleveland's best brewery of 2019. Whether you're ready to sip or chug, come raise your glass with Saucy Brew Works at 2885 Detroit Avenue, Cleveland, Ohio. And right here at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, crazy beer made for legendary good times. Welcome to the Saucy State of Mind.